Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and that full Sharon. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage. Eat Welcome. Up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour. To the full charge power hour. I'm Matt Fulcheron. I'm the full charge. Um, episode 256. I'm going to call Craig in a little bit. I'm going to call Eric Wendell in a little bit. Uh, I figured out how to get rid of the beeps on the phone. What you do is you go to settings and you turn off the beep. Who fig- you know who would know? Who would know something like that? I mean, someone you know over forty. Uh, very tired. Had a very busy week. I was in Nyack last week with Steve Byrne. Nick Yusuf was on the show. It was glorious. We came to their town. We helped them party down. We are an American band. I was very proud. Of um, just a comedy store alum uh, going to Nyack and just crushing it. It was a very funny show. Shouts out to the staff at Nyack. Uh, shouts out to Josh, the manager. Everyone treated us so well. The food was so good. And uh, it was a great time. <clears throat> Sunday night, went to the stand in New York City, did a spot there. That was fun. Uh, went to Zany's in Nashville. Did Monday and Tuesday nights there. Tuesday was with Christina Bozitsky, whose special comes out this week, October 10th. Make sure you watch it. Um, get them ratings. Help her get them ratings. She's hilarious. Uh, I got to watch her twice this week because I went to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina with her as well. And... Uh, she was great. <laughs> um, as soon as we got in the car, though, in Charlotte, the manager, the club manager is like, uh, so what? What time is your flight tomorrow, Matt? And I'm like, 7.45 a.m. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's early. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, if, if you can't take me, that's fine. Well, geez, that's just really early. Uh, you know comedy club people don't like getting up that early i'm like yeah 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 yeah. if i have to take an uber that's fine you know i'll take an uber you know what forget it. i'll take an uber no we can we can we can do it for you we can do it for you i know i know you need the ride <sighs> okay dude well so i i settle for a pickup time at 6 15 even though i'm not comfortable with that i like to get there two hours early get settled in Take my time. Live a leisurely life in midst of the chaos. People think I'm laid back, but I just stress out too early, so I take precautions so I don't have to stress out, and that's why I seem laid back. You never see me running for a train in New York City. All right? You know why? Because I leave like eight hours early for the gig, so I can, so I don't have to run in dress shoes and fucking slam into a goddamn piling, land on the third rail, Beach Street Part 2. You're young, you don't, you don't, you don't get that. So, uh, six six fifteen rolls around. Nobody's there to pick me up. Six fifteen a.m. All right, all right. Uh, I'm a little, a little nervous at this point. 
Because if someone's picking you up for the airport, if someone says, you know, pick, pick me up at 6.15, yeah, you get there at 6.10. That's just kind of airport etiquette. Uh, so I text the guy, because God knows I hate talking to strangers. And he's like, on my way. Which, as I learned uh, from several youngins, on my way can mean many things. It could mean on my way. Uh, it could mean I'm still getting ready. It could mean I'm about to get ready and then get in the car. 620 rolls around. 625 rolls around. 630 rolls around. I call this jerk off. I'm like, hey, you still coming? Are you on your way? And he goes, uh, He's like, yeah, man, it's just, he sounds like so exhausted. He's like, yeah, there's just so much traffic, man. There's an accident. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. He goes, call me in five minutes. What do you think I do? I fucking, I hit up that Uber. Now, this is Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm in the suburbs. And it ain't like Los Angeles, San Francisco, where there's 15 people fighting to get your rides. There's like, Three people working. So it takes him about 10 minutes to come get me. Now it's 6.45. Flight leaves at 7.45. Uh, Uber comes. As that happens, the, uh, the guy that's supposed to pick me up calls up and he's like, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. And I just like, all right, thanks. And just hung up. Because it's just, I don't know. I always regret, regret cursing people out. I'm very non-confrontational. I can be because I got a smart mouth. Gets me in a lot of trouble. I just, but, but there's more things to deal with here. You got to get to the airport. I've never left this late for the airport in my life. So get in the car. Go through security. Of course, security's taking forever. Nothing compared to LaGuardia, but that's a whole other story. And uh, of course, my bag gets flagged. Of course. Now they got to go through my goddamn bag. Uh, long story short, I made the flight. There you go. You're welcome, Liberty Township, Ohio. I get here. I take a nap. I go up. It's a good show. People are laughing. And then I'm doing a little crowd work, and I was asking how long this woman had been uh, married. And she goes, uh, she goes, 30 years. I'm like, oh, he's not here, though? She goes, she's like, no, too many F words. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, too many F words. It ruins the jokes. And I'm like, oh, you're saying your husband didn't come because I cursed too much? (laughs) And I actually gave it to her. I'm like, that's a valid criticism. But, you know, the damage is done, lady. By the way, I'm the type of headliner. I'm an off-night headliner. People are going to, they're going to give away free tickets. That woman had free tickets. People who get free tickets are the worst audience members of all time, because Christina Bozinski was telling me what the name of this theory is. It says no perceived value. So if there's no perceived value, then there's no value in the guy's mind, in this woman's mind. And so they just, they don't give a fuck. And, 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 and you know, that's fine. But uh, I was like, Jesus Christ, lady. In the age of Yelp.com, everybody wants exactly what they want. The show was good. He got up there. He made everybody laugh, but he cursed too much. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Fuck you.
but I'm not that upset about it. Um, and I had four fans showed up. I, I hung out with them afterwards. So um, I had a good time. They were all really cool. And, uh, you know, it's only four, but it's kind of exciting. You guys really love these podcasts. I don't know why. It's just a fucking middle-aged white guy sitting in his hotel room talking. But whatever. If you like it, I'll give it to you. And uh, there's more chances to come see me. I'm going to be in Las Vegas uh, this weekend. October 13th, October 14th. Opening for my boy Daniel Posh. Very excited about this. It's always a good time. Um, October 26th through 27th, I'm going to be at the All Things Comedy Festival in Phoenix, Arizona. Come check that out. That's going to be at Stand Up Live and the Tempe Improv. Excuse me. Oh, I just ate some pizza over at this restaurant. And then the Liberty Township. I, I, I like it. I don't want to complain, but it seems like everybody that works, that everyone that works at the club is cool as shit. But everybody that works at like the, the stores here are like kind of fucking cunty. I hate to use that word, but that's what they are. They're just mad at you for showing up. There's a general dissatisfaction in this country right now. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my perception. Maybe I have no perceived value of what these people are doing for me. I don't think so. I feel for the, for, for the bartender. I feel for the barista. I, I need them. I depend on them. I appreciate them. But I'm just getting a shit vibe this weekend. I don't know what it is. I'm too sensitive. Uh, Big Bear Festival. Big Bear, California, November 3rd to November 4th, um, December 12th, Mill Valley, California at the Throckmorton Theater. That's going to be a good time. I've always wanted to do this gig. I finally get to do it. Uh, December 19th, I'm going to be up in Humboldt, California. i got to get the details on that. Uh, i got to update my calendar. I never goddamn do it. i got to do it. Uh, December 29th through December 31st, I'm going to be at West Palm Beach, California, Opening for Burt Kreischer. And who else would you rather spend New Year's Eve with than me, Matty Bellick, and Burt Kreischer? Burt Kreischer's got to be the best New Year's show to see, right? Uh, sober October will be long gone by then. And everything will be back to normal. Everybody, everything will be wonderful in the world. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Um, do, 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 do. Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. October 3rd through, not October, January 3rd through January 6th. I was thinking about something else. There was a guest spot on the show this week. I I said something about Ohio. I shouldn't shit on Ohio because uh, I work in Ohio a lot. And the girl got so mad at me. I was like, hey, I'm just kidding around. Which I was, by the way. And she was like, get away from me. I'm going to stab you with this pen. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, the animosity in this world. I swear to God. I swear to God, man. Stress Factory, New Jersey, January 11th to January 13th. There you go. I've always wanted to play that club, too. That's with Burt Kreischer. And I'm going to Australia. That's this whole other continent in the east, on the east side of the map. The world map. 
you know, I almost said east side of the globe, which I think is still, I think people say that, but that doesn't really make any sense, does it? Uh, last week of April into the first day or two of May is Australia. Four cities, if I remember correctly. What? Let's see if I can name them. Perth, Melbourne, uh, Sydney, and Brisbane. Kaboom. Who's smart? Who's smart? Matt's smart. Say what? Say what? Say what? Who's smart? Full charge is smart. R.I.P. Ralphie May. Uh, I was very upset to hear that Ralphie May died um, because he was nothing but nice to me. And I remember, I specifically immediately remember, the second I heard he died, I remember walking into the audition for Last Comic Standing 1. Way back one. I am not a young man, folks. Um, and I walked in. There's nothing but comics there. Everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's, you know, getting their heads together. Everybody's in their own separate little cliques. And Ralphie May just goes, what's up, kid? <laughs> like, right to me. And uh, made me so much more comfortable. He's the only one that did it. And uh, that's what I, that's, that's, I learned something from Ralphie's passing. And that is, life isn't all about accomplishments. It seems that way because you got to put um, food on the table. And then I also read this book that says we all have an immortality fear. We have a fear of our own, uh, or no, mortality. Fear of our own mortality. And so we try to make a name for ourselves while we're here so that we can live on. Um, that's beside the point. Another part And I didn't think about Ralphie's accomplishments at all, even though he had many. I just immediately was like, well, he was a really cool guy. So I think, and I think it's a lost art, but I think life is actually about how many times you make someone's day. So there you go. Keep that in mind. That shit counts. Seems like there's no value in that. You know, everything's about money. Everything's about getting to the next step. This is America. This is the... The hustle culture. But uh, remember that. And uh, now let's call Craig. Uh, see what he's up to. And oh, oh, oh. Donate at thefullcharge.com, if you will. Everybody always writes me, get on Patreon. Get on Patreon. Uh, I'm on Patreon. I, I have no idea how that fucking shit works. I, I've tried. I've tried with that shit. Just donate, you fucks. I'll do whatever you want. I'll send you a video of me. Making an armpit noise, like, whatever you want. I don't care. Just donate. I need a new computer. Um, And that's relevant to the podcast, y'all. Can't do this without the computer. My computer's all hunched over, like a a 115-year-old man. It only works if it's at, like, a a 40-degree angle. So uh, I just looked it up. Computers aren't that much. But hook me up. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm constantly mentally unemployed because I never know when the next gig is coming Um, which means I probably won't live long either I mean this shit is stressful but anyways you've heard enough of my problems I'm not whining to you guys not this week Uh, let's call Craig and see what's happening hey guys this is Matt from the future Um, me and Craig taped a segment unfortunately this this new system is imperfect and the audio is not really usable it sounds like something out of World War II with all the scratches and pops and whatnot. Um, 
But the good news is that I got about 35 minutes with Eric Wendell. So check it out. I'll make it up to you. Peace out. Here's Eric Wendell. Hello, beep. beep. Wendell. Hello. Wendell. Yeah, talking, talking. You're gonna have to make you're gonna have to make your own beeps this week. I turned it off. Oh, damn it. Beep. <laughs> nice. Well, I didn't see anyone like really pissed about it or anything last week. Uh, Most I people thought it was people. funny. I talked to some people that said it was annoying as hell. But what are you gonna do? You you gotta put it out. You just put it out. It was funny at yeah. moments. You know, listen right. to the other 255 or 254 yeah. if you're unhappy with it, and everyone knows that. So, I mean, you know, share our podcast more, get more people to listen to. We'll be able to step up our equipment yeah. game. And be fucking I want, I want a podcast to be so popular that people get really, really pissed and like yell at us. That's how yeah. popular I want it to be. Exactly. I mean, whenever we're shooting on fucking, you know, the Paramount lot on a major studio stage and fucking recording everything perfectly, then hey, then you can be fixed if we fuck What up. are you talking about? I'm just saying, like, if we're so, if we get so popular that we're like shooting like on a major studio somewhere to do our show <laughs> and recording, all our podcasts will be uh, major motion pictures. Right. You know what I mean? Like. You gotta step it up. Like you start sharing our and show Wendell, and downloading more. Where are you gonna move? Uh, dude, fucking Beverly Hills, dude. I mean, that's oh, where really? you go right I thought now. you were gonna say the Hollywood Hills. I thought that was over Hollywood Hills. Well, probably Hollywood Hills. I don't, I don't really want to live in Beverly Hills. It costs too much. I could live in the Hollywood Hills and have just a nice little spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, moving don't people that live in the Hollywood stuff. Hills get in car accidents every day? Have you ever driven on those streets? The streets are horrible. Oh, I've definitely driven. I've shot up there. <laughs> I try to drive production vehicles up there. It's not. Uh, it's not easy. Yeah, no kidding. It's not easy. So uh, you drink some beers. I'm still moving to Chad Muska. Oh yeah, I was watching the Chad Muska uh, epically later. For those that don't know, to the listeners out there, uh, there's a show called Epically Later. It's on Viceland, which is on YouTube. Um, and they do pretty much entire skateboarders' careers. And Chad Muskus is so good because he was like, he went Hollywood. He was hanging out with the Hilton sisters. He was producing records with the Wu-Tang. He was, he was yeah. such a character. He was crazy. The boom box. He would do handrails with the boom box up to his ear like Michael J. Fox in, in Back to the Future. It was so funny. Like, I, I remember the Muscovy thing. Like, I watched it, too, because you shared it. I was like, oh, holy shit, i got to watch this. Yeah. So I watched it, and I totally forgot about that Muscovy thing. Me and then too. they were showing, like, all the people he got to work with. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I can't hey, believe we got all these people coming. Raekwon. Yeah, dude, he yeah. had, like, half the Wu-Tang Clan, Flavor yeah. Flav, yeah, all kinds of people. It was crazy. It was Fucking Biz Martin and, and um, shit. Like, did, were you there that day he, we skated with him? I don't think so, but I don't We were I don't, at Bronson, right, gonna... so we were at Bronson Canyon. Me and Randy were at Bronson Canyon, this canyon up in uh this ditch essentially, this like half pipe essentially up in um Griffith Park, right by the back gate. And uh I see like three guys walking up. They look like like Muska's get up was was like you heard of ghetto fabulous, it was trailer park fabulous. He went for, like, the white trash <laughs> angle. 
And I see three dudes walking up, and I look at the first guy. I go, hey, look, it's Muska, like making fun of him. And I go, oh, shit, that's Muska. Because <laughs> Muska had so many imitators, including the three guys that he was hanging with. Yeah. Um, that's funny. And, I don't think I was there that day, but I used to skate there. His, his Escalade was called the Chad Escalade. And I got yeah. I saw him drive away in that thing, dude. <laughs> I also, so funny, I, I don't know if I put this out there before, I also skated Bronson Canyon with Rodney Mullen. Do you know that? Dude, no way. It was just me and no, Rodney. It was just me and wow. Rodney. And I did a heel flip. And uh, it was a good one, you know, like one like you catch in the air. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, that was really good. He was like, you caught that one up high. And, you know, it's nice to get a compliment from a pro. But how often do you get a compliment from a pro doing a trick that he That's, invented? Yeah. Never. He invented that dude, trick. I'm so fucking jealous, dude. That that dude is like the greatest skater ever lived, dude. That guy's so fucking awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, so I got, yeah, I got a skateboarding past. I don't always think about it, but it's pretty amazing. You know, yeah, based, on you <laughs> based on those moments, based on standing to other people that were good. <laughs> Dude, you've been fucking touching fucking arms of royalty up in the fucking yeah. Hollywood Hills, dog. Shit. I'm like Rodney on the rocks. Like I'm always standing next to whatever the fuck is happening. <laughs> Oh, dude, nice, dude, nice. Rodney Bingham, what is his name? You don't know. What movie did you see? Dude, I'm on the cutting edge this week, dude. I've seen a couple things, but last night I caught the the premiere of a Steven Spielberg documentary called Spielberg. It premiered on HBO last night. Okay. The two and a half hour, like, bio doc about Spielberg's, like, career up until now and how he got started, and and you know, I guess unless you're interested in the film industry, you you might not give a shit. But come on, everybody gives a shit. That's why it's on TV. Right. Well, you know, I thought it was really interesting. Like they don't you make get, like, movies just for grip. Right. Well, yeah, probably not. But uh, no, it, it it was it was interesting. Like you get to see like. A lot of behind the scenes, like you know, footage of him shooting some of his movies. Like over a lot of the people years. don't know that uh, in that ET suit was that, it was actually Keanu Reeves, right? That's in the documentary. <laughs> I well, I I didn't want to give it away, you know. Spoiler alert, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, like they talk about ET and that Shark and like, Jaws that was oh. Al Pacino. Like just, these secrets <laughs> are just out now, dude. He had to learn to swim, like, to get that part. Like, it was rough. Hoo-ah! I'm going to eat you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I don't know, it was interesting. They talked about how, like, like basically, like, him and Brian De Palma and Scorsese and uh, Lucas and Coppola all used to hang out, like, because they're all oh, around. Oh, yeah, man. Age, they so were, they like, all came they were, up together. Yeah, they were a community. Like the brat pack. Scorsese, too. They're like the brat pack of directors back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I know. They all made it when they were in their 20s and stuff, 20s and 30s. Steven, Jaws came out That's when uh, Steven Spielberg was 25 years old. Yeah I, just, yeah, I can't believe it. Like, they they would, like, they, they basically, you know, they talked about how they would, like, try and make each other's films better. Like, they'd be their own worst critics and stuff for each other's work. Right, they'd, they'd help each other with the scripts and stuff, right? And they'd hang out on set yeah. probably, too. Right. Well, here's something I didn't know, and most people won't know. 
De Palma invited uh, Spielberg on to shoot like uh, a second unit scene. Like Spielberg shot the scene in Scarface with all the shooting on the stairway at the end. Like just like oh, yeah? hello to my little friend, like all that. Like Spielberg shot that. Right. De Palma invited him on to shoot second unit. I guess that was second unit for some reason. So all the people dying on the stairs and getting shot on the stairs at the end. I that was and you know, thing. did you also know that uh, that uh, Coppola tried to get Scorsese to direct The Godfather? Really? No, I didn't, they didn't say that. That's, that's true. He was like, no, nah, he got the script and he's like, give it to Scorsese, man. He don't know anything about this shit. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? Like, how... Like that movie is so great. I can't imagine if Scorsese had done it. Like I wonder what By the way, I was watching Godfather three the other day and my favorite parts are the clips from Godfather One and Two. <laughs> yeah, Godfather Three not not so great. Not so great. Um But you know, you know, it, and the the thing it's I not, found it's weird not horrible. It's not horrible, is it? It's just it, not as good. I mean, there's just no comparison between it and the first. There's like, like, there's nothing to Godfather Three, right? There's nothing interesting. Godfather Three is like all about the Catholic Church and him trying to like buy forgiveness from the Pope or something, basically, or uh-huh. some shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, who cares about all that? I need forgiveness from the Pope. My pachino's all there. Whatever, you get the idea. <laughs> Great ass. <Yeah. laughs> he says the Pope Dude. John Paul II. <laughs> so what are you giving the Spielberg movie you know it, I thought it was really interesting you know, it's a documentary so you know you have to I bet it's know, great it's not like yeah I thought it was really good I like documentaries so uh, I don't know I'll give it like uh, I'll give it like four and a half ice cream trucks you know I could have used nice. maybe a little more behind the scenes secret info I would like to see him talk about Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull and how he totally destroyed a franchise even though they're playing. I don't think they want to concentrate on that so much. Yeah, well, you know, you can't just highlight all of your fucking hits so that you look good in your documentary. Like when they did that Dr. Dre documentary. When they did that Dr. Dre documentary, they were like, oh, and uh, Aftermath sucked. (laughs) They admitted it, you you know. know. No, I, yeah, they probably didn't bring that up either, actually. They did. No, gotta, they did. They, they did. They brought it up, is what I'm saying. Did they? I don't remember them bringing yeah, it up. absolutely. All right, well, I stand corrected. Um, I got a documentary for you that I just watched. It's called Long okay. Shot. It's on Netflix, and it's about right. how a guy got accused of murder, and he was going away, but he have, his alibi was that he was at Dodger Stadium, and by chance... He's in the background, not even the background, like right there in a shot of uh, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where um, Larry goes to a Dodger game. No shit. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. That's insane. Until Larry David's in the documentary, too, going, yeah, we went through the footage. uh..." Because they didn't want to give up the footage because the show wasn't out yet. Wow. It hadn't aired yet. And so he went through all the tapes. I don't want to give the whole thing away, but I mean, I guess I just did. But uh, curvy enthusiasm—that's crazy. That curvy enthusiasm saved someone's life. What a stroke of luck in the middle of some bad luck. Like that's crazy. Uh, that these just happened to be there the one day they were filming. They didn't film there for more than a day, more than a couple of hours, obviously. 
Well, I mean, it, it also says something about our justice system. It's kind of sad. It, it, oh, dude, at the end, I will give it away. At the end, they're like, so you tried to incriminate him. Uh, both cops are like, yeah, we tried to get statements out of him. Um, we we let him. We, you know, they said they tried to do it. Uh, they just want Why would somebody. they try and frame somebody that's not guilty? I think they just want somebody for some reason. I don't know why. It's so fucked up, dude. It's fucking real fucked up. Justice system is and it happens dope. all the time, man. And they're not taking yeah. Kirby enthusiasm every day. That's right. Dude, I'm glad I live in L.A., dude. Maybe I'll be caught in the show or something. You know, you always have hope out here. <laughs> you don't have those hopes around the rest of the country. So, everyone's dying to know your take on Blade Runner 2049. I haven't seen it yet, but um, I'm, I'm going to go see it. Trust me. How I have I seen it if you haven't seen it? I don't know. I wanted to watch the original first because this is a sequel, and I, I was looking on my shelf over here. I don't have... You should watch the original first because I know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I don't remember, dude. Fucking the shit came out like I never. I've watched Blade Runner, the first one, a bunch of times, and I'm always like, what happened in that movie? I can never remember what happened in that movie. Right. Me too. And, and it came out in like 83, so like I got to, you know... I was only 10 years old, so I never even saw it for a long time, so i got to watch it again. Yeah. That reminds me. i got to look and see if it's playing anywhere on my fucking TV so I can record it. I meant to look the other night. Since I'm in here watching football, I can uh, look oh, for it. Oh, the skin's playing? Uh, no, it's a bye week for us. I'm watching uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, and the Packers play the Cowboys, so hopefully the Cowboys get out of flames. You know, I'm sure we got some Cowboy fans listening, but that's all right. You know, everyone knows I'm a Skins fan, so I got to root against the Cowboys. I'm sorry, I was tuning out. You were talking about football, right? Yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, hey, you know what else I watched this week? I don't know if you've seen it. It was on it was on A and E, and I recorded it like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. It was that uh, Biggie Smalls documentary. Mm-hmm. So you're just like a TV oh. show reviewer now. Well, uh, I mean, it sounds that sounds bad, I guess, but I'm not really. Uh, I just hadn't made it to the theater. Like, I lost my connection with my. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just kidding. Ooh, ooh, two foot, ten third. Oh, that's too far away. Fuck. It says Blade Runner director's cut is playing at 8 a.m. on Friday the 13th. Los Angeles October. Chargers. Is that a sign? Is that a sign for the full charge power hour? Are we finally going to make it in L.A.? We could be making it. Or are we We just a lamb? So, have you seen... uh, Did you watch... the Dodgers? uh, Are we Dodgers fame? I don't know. Who are we, Wendell? What is this Uh, all for, Wendell? I mean, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? What is the meaning of life? Good. Drink beer. Enjoy it while you can. It's been a rough week, dude. I mean, we lost fucking Tom Petty. Unbelievable. I know. Vegas, Tom Petty, and Ralphie May. Yeah. I mean, what a horrible week. Louis Katz offered me tickets to go see Tom Petty on September 21st, and I wasn't in L.A. You believe that shit? I could have seen him at the last minute. That sucks, dude. That's horrible. Last show, too. One of the last shows. 
Yeah, he was just playing okay. a dollar a bowl or whatever. Oh, so then I could have seen, I could have seen the strokes open for um, Tom Petty ten years ago, but I just fucking sat on my ass instead of driving three miles down the street go see an amazing Did show. You? What a fucking asshole yeah. I am. You going, dude? You gotta step it up, though. I know. I know. I regret it. Just put that on the pile with the others. I got you. So, back to my original question. Did you get a chance to see the Biggie uh, Life from the Tory of the B.I.G. documentary? No, I mean, wow. I didn't, didn't we already review this, number one? No, that was Tupac, huh? No, we reviewed All Eyes on Me, uh, Tupac. Yeah. yeah. This is the the other half of the the dream team right here. I gotta say, I'm a little sick of this. I'm not shitting uh, on you, really? I'm saying. like, Is it good? Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, of course it was good. It, it was... He basically they used his old interviews and you know his own voice and his mom and and it, it, you know his mom was in it like and to to narr- he basically narrated his own biography you know yeah. about himself and to that extent you know you're watching and it's just you know it's just kind of depressing you know because he died for no reason and they never caught who fucking did it you know right. And I always tend to forget it, like, but I, I drive down that street all the time. That happened right there at that fucking Peterson Autom- Auto- Automobile Museum, like right there on Wilshire. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Dude. And I'm, I don't really think about it, but, you, you know, I've driven through that intersection a million that's, fucking times. That's right where they uh, That's right where they filmed that scene in Big Lebowski at that diner, where he's like, I'm enjoying my coffee. You want a thumb, dude? <laughs> uh, you want a toe, dude? I can get you a toe. <laughs> Yeah. Walter, man, exactly. everything is about being fucking numb, man. <laughs> Classic. Classic. But yeah, I mean it was it was really good. It was awesome getting to see, you know, all the like little behind the scenes things with him and whatnot that they that I hadn't seen before and you know, it's just you know, it's just depressing like how you know, because, you know, a lot of people might not realize this, but he him and Tupac were really good friends, and that whole fucking East Coast West Coast bullshit rap war or whatever pulled them both apart, and the media and everything kept kept hyping it up. And and you know, can I can I make a, a confession? Sure. I started all those rumors. Did you? You started those. It was thing? me. Wow, you're behind the fucking rap war of the nineties. I'm the dude that shot you. Is that isn't that one of the songs? That's one of the biggest songs he shot you in here. Yeah. A lot of people think that was directed at Tupac. Exactly, uh, like Tupac if thought that. If I remember, yeah, he thought that, but he recorded that before Tupac got shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And Yeah, but he should have put that in the at the end of the third verse. Yo, what the fuck after you got shot, Tupac? And here's something I didn't that, realize. That guy could barely get his breath on the other side of his face. <laughs> Dude, his voice was so great, though. Like, he's so awesome on on the mic. This <laughs> so I, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's really interesting if you're into like good rap and not the new rap of today that's all trash and people with pink dreads. I heard like, uh, the kid I met this week told me the term for today's rap is called trap. I don't even know what that means. Trans rap. That's like that. The trans trash rap. rap? I'm down with kids. Yeah. That stands for trash rap. Well, now it does. Yeah, that's what I, I think. I think we got a new T-shirt over at FiveIceCreamTrucks.com. 
There you go. I got to get my man Clint money back in the mix, dude. What's Time up with EAW.com? Uh, Is that still alive? Um, let me look. I think I lost that. Wasn't well, I know I lost my five. Wasn't no, it website? Five ice cream cheese hooks at spreadshirt.com. Yeah, I, I lost that because I lost my thing. The EA Doves is the site that the that uh, yeah, I know it was the uh, the, the dude made about name. my reviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, that's a good website. It is great. Oh, uh, you're right. It's EADubs.com. I'm looking at it right now. Awesome. The but legacy. He's a little bit. The legacy of Eric. The legacy. Wendell. He's a little bit behind because the last review he posted was Ghost in the Shell on May 14th. Yeah, I mean, people get bored with us. It's funny. You see people got, come and go all the time on Twitter. He's like, got people will get obsessed and then they'll just be like, I can't take it anymore. I can't fucking take it anymore. I'm out. <laughs> like, there used to be a full-charge quotes Twitter handle. That is That 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 tape is off around episode 40. Dude, he makes some good he makes some good uh, paraphrases in my reviews. Here. I got to give him credit. That's the thing, He's though. It's a paraphrase. I mean, I hate to the guy put in so much work and it looks great, but it's not quote. Yeah, that's all right though. I don't mind. I like I like some of his stuff. Okay, good. Anyways, yeah, he's got he's got some checking up to do. May fourteenth. I mean, what do we got? June, July, August, September, October. Now, wow. I mean, that's a lot of work. I, I wouldn't want to be the no, person. No, I mean, I don't expect so. If you want to get back into it, you can start right now. And by the way, you know, no, no disrespect. The shit is fucking phenomenal. It looks amazing. Yeah, I like, love it's it. It's hilarious that someone made a website about you. No one made a website about me. I've been on TV like 12 times. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I mean, maybe this is one of those those lucky incidences that you're talking about for me right here. Like I have my own website. Yeah, like it's all, it all comes, it all comes together. Like right yeah. here. Like there's an LA Chargers that we can't really see. It's going to affect the legacy of Eric Allen Wendell. I mean, the full Chargers power hour. Here we go. We're going to start recording yeah, our shows. We should, some, just, uh, we should turn into a, uh, a LA Chargers podcast and just have on yeah. players and stuff. Interview them. We're going to start recording the show from the stadium and shit. Like drink Let me interview and I'll be like, so what's it like to run with the ball? Are you scared you're going to be in pain when you get tackled? I'll ask him <laughs> all this dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you see that guy coming off your blind side? He's about to just fucking wreck you on the field as soon as you get the ball. Like, I'll treat it like people that? treat me when they interview me. So how did you get into football? And who are your favorite <laughs> football players? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I mean, ask me, who are your favorite comedians? Yeah, what what do you say to these people? I don't know. I mean, I just tell them I like Mitch Hedberg and David Tell. I mean, Jesus Christ, what, what does that have to do with anything, really? Though. <laughs> yeah, like I'm speaking of Hedberg. Like I'm friends with. I like some Mitch Hedberg page on Facebook. Uh-huh. So I don't know who runs it, but every once in a while they'll post like one of his jokes or something. Oh, he's the best, man. Or, Yeah, it's so great. Like every like, every once in a while someone will share that, and I'll have to repost it. Like so many good quotes, so many good ones. That dude was the best. I was quoting him the other day. I forget. I forget why. Fuck, man. I wish I could think of it. I mean, my favorite one's always been the the stairs or the escalator. Yeah. You know, and that's Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? 
Can you do the whole job? Uh, let me try. Uh, an escalator can never break. No, I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, no, you're, you're, you're doing great. You're doing great. An escalator, uh, it's going to be a paraphrase, but an escalator, an escalator can never break. It just becomes stairs. Thanks for the convenience. <laughs> that is, that was a, like that was that. a short version. Let me see if I can do it, all right? All right. An escalator can never... What is it? An escalator can never break. It can only just become stairs. Like, never will there be an escalator out of order sign. Just an escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Fuck, I forgot about that whole middle part. I forgot. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I forgot about the sign on the escalator. <laughs> but it's funny. They still fucking close that shit off. Like, you'll go to a mall or wherever the fuck you're at, and you'll see an escalator that's blocked off just sitting there. Like, you just, it's like, like timeless. It's like you'll always think about Mitch Hedberg. At least once yeah, a every week. time I see an escalator, I think about him. Yeah. Like, that's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, oh. the donut one, that one's great, too. You know that one? Oh. Yeah, that's great. I saw that one the other day. Someone shared it. Like, I, mean, I think it's old, too. Some donut shop actually put that fucking quote on their receipt. Yeah, donut. yeah, on a receipt. <clears throat> yeah. And credited him for it. Hilarious. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, we don't need to bring paper and ink <laughs> into this. Ink and paper into this. I don't need to I prove. I can just never imagine a, a scenario where I have to prove that I bought a donut. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, he's the best. I'll think about that once he's in a while, like I'm, when I'm at Starbucks or whatever. Like they'll be like, "Yeah, do you want a receipt?" Or yeah. I'm at Seven Eleven, like buying a Gatorade. Like you want a yeah. receipt? Like I'll think about that quote. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, the person that's registered, like, not gonna even get it, so I don't even bother. This, you know? this, this, I went and got some pizza and watched a football game today. Uh, yeah. And because I'm still trying to get into football. Right. And uh, the bartender, I don't know if she just had a, a bad attitude, you know. I understand to some degree. You know, sometimes it sucks. Uh, work sucks. But right. I was like, uh, can, I get a, can I get a receipt? And she went and got the receipt she gave me before out of the trash. It was all like, <laughs> it was all greasy and shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. She, she was having a and bad then I day. Still tipped, and then I still tipped more than 20%. That's just like how I am. I'm like, I, just, wow. I, I, I can't. I'm like, I can't be the bad guy in this. I, I want to tip twenty percent wow. and let her be the bad guy. Hmm. I don't have that kind of. I, I can't. I, yeah. Like if someone's fucking me over and giving me bad service, I'm gonna let them know on on a tip. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna write a note or something. But like, I'm not gonna. I, I can't be the the high road on that. I don't think. You what, know do you what do you do? What do you do? Tip fifteen percent when you're unhappy. I, it depends on how bad the service is. Like, if the service is really bad, I was fucking... I just it wasn't that bad. Call. It was just, like, she was in a bad mood. And, like, I kind of understand that, but I also don't like it. I mean, I probably could have let that go. You know, maybe yeah, I only exactly. give, like, 10 or 15% or something. I definitely wouldn't have given 20. You know, yeah. that, that's not that big of a deal. Also, but, I like, I've been places, good. like, I went to... Like, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, like, a couple months ago. And I don't go there very often anymore, but I went there for lunch with one of my, my you know, Clement, you know, I always talking about Clement. I went there with Clement and we were trying to get lunch and it's, you, it should be tons of people in there like working, right? You would think, 
And so we wait. There's there's no hostess, so we sit there for like I don't know five ten minutes, just waiting for someone. Finally, we give up waiting to be seated, and we just go walk and sit in a booth. Yeah. And like five minutes after that, someone finally comes over, and they're like, "Oh, this section's not open." Oh, great. <laughs> you know. So we're like, "Well, fuck it. I guess we'll just go sit over by the bar. That's where everyone else is." So we go sit over by the bar, and we're sitting there for five or ten minutes. We keep seeing other. People that work there walk by. No one takes their order. So finally, uh, like, I would say after 20 minutes total of being there and no one even really talking to us to tell us to fucking move, we're just like, fuck this place, and we just left. Like, uh, And then I get, then I got on Yelp and just fucking slammed the shit out of them and gave them a horrible fucking one-star review. Eric W. And I'm like, yeah, Eric W. on Yelp. Check it out. Fucking one-star. Let me ask your opinion on this. Let's say... We're in Virginia in a green room, and I don't know you. All right, we don't know each other. I'm working on the show. You're doing a guest spot, so you're not really you're not really on the show. You're doing a guest spot, right? Right. And uh, the headline is kind of talking about how she doesn't like the audience, and I go, "Yeah, they're from Virginia." Would you be pissed? I mean, not really. <laughs> I don't think I would care, like, because it doesn't really, like, you know, Virginia's a really big state, and I know there's yeah. some fucking backwards-ass people, and, and uh, yeah. probably the majority, or like three-fourths of that state is, like, backwards fucking I got bullshit. I got in trouble only... this weekend because I said that. I said that about Ohio in front of somebody from Ohio. Oh, really? I'm from Ohio, and I was like, I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm just kidding, you know? <laughs> And then yeah. I went up to apologize to her. I go, I'm, I go, you know, I'm just kidding. Right? And she goes, get away from me. I'm going to stab you with this pen. You <laughs> serious? <laughs> I swear to God. Wow. Dude, she really takes her state I think I, I, I felt, I, I do feel a little bad. I also feel like she overreacted a little bit. Yeah, I feel like she overreacted. I'm on your side. Ohio's boring as fuck. I've been to Ohio. Right, I'm getting through. Right. I'm, 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 I'm feeling a vibe out here. There's a little bit of animosity out here. Like this woman in the audience on Thursday, she, she, I was doing crowd work and I asked her where her husband was, and she goes, he doesn't, um, he didn't want to come. There's too many f words, and I'm like, what? She's <laughs> like, you curse too much. It ruins the jokes. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> You don't even curse that much in your routine. I do curse. I do curse a lot. And she's absolutely right. But, like, also, who cares? Yeah. yeah you know? I mean, that's, you know, how can that be the – that you don't want to go sit and drink a beer and watch some comedy because there's too many curse words? Like, what are you, some kind of crazy Bible thumper? Like, has to – The show is free, too, yeah. by the way. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, I think her husband's in the wrong I on fucking dropped the ball. I have a good comeback for that. I go, how much you pay to get in, ma'am? She would say, I got him for free. I said, well, I'm going to give you a full refund. Drop the ball. Drop the ball. That's good. Oh, dude, Drop yeah, you the fucking a, ball. Missed opportunity there, buddy. Yeah. I think I agree. What's that French word? When you realize what you should have said, there's an expression. What is it, Wendell? Uh, Bonjour? Uh, deja vu? No. Merci beaucoup? Uh, je ne sais quoi? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right, I gotta get I gotta get running. Dude, the party's over. Top of that. Yeah.
Well, anyways, uh, watch both of those uh, documentary slash biography movies. Uh, they're both really good. And watch Blade Runner. I won't give it a review, but I will tell you, Ryan Gosling gives up his superpowers and does not smile really? for the whole movie. Wow. That's hard for him because I just watched him on Saturday Night Live last week and he was just fucking... Yeah. He was fucking He's breaking up, up every and also, like, scene. Yeah. Most of his charm, <laughs> this is Randy's theory, is his smirk. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Never thought about it. Yeah, well, you know. But I'll, I'll check like it out. Arm. Right. I gotta go check it out. So you're in Ohio this week? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Nice, nice. Coming back to the west side? Or are you going yep. somewhere else? Nice, man. Well, uh, here's a free welcome back home. And, uh, yeah, uh... I guess please check me out on Instagrams, you know, and Twitters and stuff, Eric Allen Wendell. And yeah, uh, yeah peace out, fam. And spreadshirts.fiveicecreamtrucks.com. Well, that doesn't work anymore. I lost my, I, I stopped paying 80 bucks to keep that. But you can check out my reviews up to May 14th on eadubs.com. <laughs> there you go. All right, dude. Peace <laughs> out, fam. Peace out, fam. Peace out, fam. Peace out, fam. Peace out, fam.